Hello everyone, um, this is Andy Spots for Thoughts. Today we're not going to be doing another blog, but we're actually going to be uh, trying our hand at a podcast here, so um, hopefully you guys can enjoy it. Today, what I planned on talking about actually is um, how living with a chronic illness and being diagnosed with that at maybe such a young age actually um, could be beneficial, and I mean that in a fact in terms of maturity and um, building qualities in a person that um, it's just overall better for life, um, mainly focusing on the maturity. Um, but yeah, so we can dive in. When I was diagnosed, I was eight years old, and the first words I I muttered out were, is this, is this the meaning that, uh, does this mean I'm going to die? Um, those are the exact words to the doctor and um, immediately as an eight-year-old those that's exactly what went to my head because you have no idea what you're dealing with um, all you hear is the word disease and you're not really sure how to react and in saying that and with everything I've been through um, from eight to 14 during those really rough years I had to make decisions that a lot of a lot of little kids and preteens really don't have to make. I mean, when I was 14, I had to sit down with several surgeons and um, a lot of decisions I made within those discussions were about how my life would be impacted 20, 30, 40 years down the line. And a lot of them were about um, if I planned on having kids. So um, being a 13-year-old and asking, do you plan on having kids? Because we were plan- we're looking at the doing this procedure, this procedure, this procedure on this med, this med, and this med, it's kind of, um, it's kind of surreal. And it's, it's, um, it's something that I think goes unnoticed when you're talking to, or you're really thinking about people who are dealing with these illnesses. And I'm not just speaking about Crohn's disease. I'm speaking more so for diabetes. It could be anything, diabetes, cancer, um, really anything that is a chronic illness and you're faced with these decisions. Um, in saying that, and may, that may sound all doom and gloom, uh, I actually want to highlight how going through that and having to make those decisions and really having being forced to put things into perspective in that sort of way, um, there's a brighter side to it. And in my life personally, because this is my podcast, I'll talk about me, um, it is working with um, kids, working with people with disabilities, um, and completely, completely understanding and being empathetic. Um, for example, uh, I had to deal with kids who were abused. I had to deal with kids who were abandoned by parents. I've had to deal with kids with chronic uh, illnesses as well. And as a 16-year-old, I already had all this life experience and... I was miles ahead of um, really anyone else in my position or even my superiors in that matter. Uh, Just knowing like I was able to deal with that and um, I can definitely use my experience and um, the way I handle things and able to help solve these issues and be someone to lean on for kids or these people with disabilities. So um, I think those are things that are not looked upon when we think or talk to people with uh, these illnesses like we don't really we know where they're coming from like we we kind of like oh they probably have a really tough life 
but in retrospect and in reality, um, we're actually faced with growing up a lot earlier than we're supposed to, and we're having we're making and um, we're making these decisions that are um, shaping us well beyond they're supposed to, and at the same time, we're after making these decisions, we're a lot better people for it in terms of um, uh, being there for one another and having a certain understanding that um, not a lot of people have and won't really ever have unless they're faced with the exact same situation we are. Um, so if you guys were um, nice enough to read my blog post, you'd uh, already know pretty much a lot about me and about what I've gone through in my life. Um, and this was basically a bit of a follow-up, maybe a bit more insight into a different aspect of things. Maybe not so much specific to Crohn's, but um, really anyone uh, going through a similar time. Um, I can only really speak for myself, of course, because uh, no one else I've ever spoken to in the same situation is here on this podcast with me. But with that being said, um, um, there are certain things I do want to talk about. Um, mainly how I've progressed through this and how having this illness and going through the lowest of lows and highest of highs have helped change me and for the better and also how it's impacted me in terms of uh, my day-to-day life and making those decisions. And what I mean by that is I've come to a point in my life where I will not... I have I have specialists in McMaster Hospital in Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, I see them twice a year. Those are the only two doctors I really care to see because realistically, um, knock on wood, nothing bad has happened, but uh, I no longer care to see doctors for a common cold, busted up knee, busted up arm, sprained ankle. I don't bother with that stuff anymore because I know I've already been through something so much worse and um, call that stubborn, call it whatever you want. I see it as I've already been and done so much and have to see so much that I know I can get through whatever this is. I will only go to the doctor if I believe it is Crohn's related. And a lot of times I've had um, employers look at me the odd way, teachers look at me the odd way about that. My parents, uh, my mom hates it to no end, but that is just how I see things now. Um, it really puts things into perspective, and that's not a knock on people who um, who do go to the doctors for the flu or anything else. Um, I am much more content and everything else with if I have a flu, if I've sprained my ankle, if I've done anything else, unless it is life or death. I will be on my couch or on my bed, dealing it with my own way. I am not going to go see a doctor. I'm going to do things my way and still hopefully accomplish things that I planned on accomplishing with whatever given amount of time within that recovery. It's something that I've been doing a while. I know just recently with Mediacom, I had to go through some stuff, uh, some testing, and um, I had food poisoning twice while I was there. I had the flu. Um, the flu, I stayed home because that's infecting other people. But um, still, I dealt with the flu, um, forced myself to come back in probably earlier than I should have. Uh, the food poisoning, 
it's not the first time I've had it, not the last time I've had it. I still power through and was able to get through those 48, 72 hours where life felt like it had no longer any meaning left. Um, but yeah, it's something that I truly, um, truly believe that is right for me. And I think a lot of other people with chronic illnesses would think the same. Um, I know my one of my best friends, his girlfriend, is a type 2 diabetic, and she's a lot of the same way. She doesn't see the need in um, running for help or anything unless she absolutely knows it's catastrophic. And I think that's just something hardwired into people's brains who have these chronic illnesses because it's like... I've already been through it. I've already done it. I've already had to do so much worse than this. I'm I'm good. I can do this. And I think that, as well as the other characteristics I spoke about earlier, are um, things that might be going unnoticed. And I don't want to say this as if I'm tooting my own horn, and I'm not so much calling out here to hiring managers as much as I did in my blog post. It's just something to be aware of. Um, and something to put into perspective I mean in high school I um, depending on the teacher mainly um, I was given a lot of slack by teachers like kind of like a longer leash and other ones who were too um, who weren't up to date with my situation they didn't read the files or what have you because it was a pretty it was, it was public information by the time I hit grade 12 what I was going through um, they wouldn't and they treated me like any other kid and to a point I respected that a lot more because that's what I wanted to be seen as I'm not someone who um needed to be baby fed or spoon fed that because um I have to take medications or something and uh, other kids don't um not to say that I'm upset with the teachers that didn't give me some slack I mean definitely appreciate it. it helps on nights definitely with assignments or missing the odd class when I was in Hamilton or I had some other appointments I had many of them but um it's something that's just it's built in me now and I imagine it's built into a lot um maturing quickly being empathetic and showing understanding uh to others for sure and this hardwired thing that I I can get through this it's this really, if I put things into perspective, this is nothing. This is absolutely nothing. I've had, like, when my mom says, when I complain that I've um, I've twisted my ankle or I've I sprained my groin last summer and I was sore, and my mom is like, "Well, go here, go here," and it's like, absolutely not. I will not be wasting my time going to it. I can get through it. And it, it, maybe it is stubborn, not saying that out loud, but I've had 17 colonoscopies. I've had two stomach surgeries. I've had four or five endoscopies. Um, endoscopy is when they put the camera instead of up your rear, it's down your mouth. So there's a fun fact for you. So I've had a few of those. I've had other procedures and uh, with unlikely, unlike um, unfavorable places, and I've seen it all. And um, at the end of the day, and maybe now I'm just, uh, I'm still me. 
I'm still who I am. I'm not someone looking for a handout. Um, and I've said that all the way through. Uh, teachers or employers, I've I explained it in my blog post. I went and put my best foot forward every day at Mediacom. I've I put my best foot forward at school, and it's made me a lot. It's made me a much better person and a much more determined person. That um, it's something I really, really truly believe in now. And one line, and I've seen this on Facebook. I'm part of a few support groups for Crohn's disease and things of the matter. It is, um, I have Crohn's disease, but Crohn's disease does not have me. And once I can get my mom on board, that might be a tattoo I end up getting down the road because of how much I actually resonate with that statement. So, yeah, that would be definitely how I look at things now, um, how I have for a while. Um, And to anyone out there really thinking about it or um, wondering how they're coping with whether it's a new diagnosis or someone who's just in a really shitty patch right now, um, you have an illness, but the illness doesn't have you. Um, and whoever's listening to this, I'd be more than willing to lend out a hand and um, speak to. I've done it before in the past, and it's, it's something that I, I really enjoy doing because, like I said, I've had this thing now for almost 15 years. And sometimes it is a real son of a bitch and it's life pulling your pants down and laughing at you. Um, it's funny, life pulling your pants down, pulling your pants down to poop. Yeah, there's a lot of, that was uh, inadvertent. But yeah, definitely for sure. Um, and to recap here, I want to stress that having this illness and just because I was diagnosed at young, I'm sure if I was diagnosed at 15 and had it until now which would be eight years there's there's four things on a positive side that I want to take away Um, it's the fact that I've matured well beyond my years as much as people hate to admit it and I'm not I'm not some goofy guy as I come out to be like when it comes down to it I'm pretty hard pressed impressed that I had to make some decisions I've had to do some shit I've had to see some shit and a lot of people don't understand that. It's made me a much more empathetic and understanding person. I'm able to totally see things from a different angle and a different side and um, some sides that no one uh, would usually be able to see. I am maybe to a fault stubborn, but what if whatever's going on with me, medical or mental or social life or what have you I've been through it before and there's no need to run and cry about it um, unless it is die or live or die Um, that is something I always do and yeah it would just be those things it was it's just a matter of um, being you and wanting to continue to be you even despite this thing and even though there's a lot of side effects with a lot of crappy diseases out there there are going to be some benefits to having it and it might not be for everyone but look at where you are now as a person and how think how how you are better as a person after being and having to deal with whatever kind of illness um 
I could go on forever. I'm not going to, but it's just a like I've been through several medications. There was one point in my life where I was taking nine pills a day, and I th- I was ten years old. I was taking nine pills a day, three with breakfast, three with lunch, three with dinner or before bed, whatever have you. I was tube fed for six uh, weeks. I've um I've been through it all, and to be honest, I wouldn't change it. Uh, for anything because it's made me who I am now and it's 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 like it's relevant life experience at such an early age and not something uh, a lot of people would expect a 23 year old to have um, especially one who I, I think acts as normally as I do um, depends on who you ask of course but yeah um, that is my podcast or my little spiel for today um Hopefully I can get as many hits as, on this as I have on uh, my blog post. I'm at almost a thousand on my blog post and received some awesome feedback from the people that have read it. Nothing leading to a job, but um, you know, hopefully that changes soon. But uh, yeah, hope you guys like that. This is Andy for Andy Spot for Thoughts. And I hope you guys have a great long weekend.